This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy hump day, everybody! Hi. It's hump. Hi. Oh. I mean, hump day. <laughs> what do you think Duh. I meant? Duh. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And each day, even on hump day, we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. We call it the three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. They're going to be talking about three things. Well, I know how excited you are that Jaden Smith has a new uh, a new single. It's a remix of a previous hit of his called Icon. And mm. uh, in this new remix, he features his father. Will Smith. Oh, awesome. Um, would you like to get a load of this jam? I'd like to get a load of it. Thank okay, you. Okay, here it is. Mm-hmm. Here's a load of this Boy, jam. you know why you was an icon living? You was born from an icon living. Messed around, married me an icon living. Tequila, then we made some icon children. You was raised in an icon village. Work hard and raised the icon ceiling. One day I'm going to hand you all the icon feeling and bounce. I'm going to be an icon chilling. Unico no que siempre se colazo. Por eso tú me lecito mi caso. No quiero que me hables de fracaso. Tú ponme lo que quieras que yo arraso. I'm confused. Why? That's not Jaden. Well, that was Will Smith rapping on his son's single. Uh, well, I didn't hear any Jaden. Or was that? Oh, J- wait a minute. You are correct. I'm sorry. That's Will Smith singing about his kids. Well, it's with his a son. Nikki Jam. Allegedly, it's his son's remix. Yeah, it's it's that is his son's song, Icon. Jaden Smith and Nikki Jam. It's called Icon. That's the remix of it featuring Will Smith. So that was his featured part. That was his featured part. Okay, he was so rapping. He, he sings in the rest of it. We just didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he was doing the ho part. Okay. Also, um, could in it Spanish, be, you know, also. like, you know, who relates to like uh, talking about their icon families? Like, I'm going to sit around and listen to you all talk about how iconic you guys are. It's yeah. a little, you know. Self-involved. Self-absorbed. Not that they would be the first celebrities to engage in self-absorption, to be sure. Uh, I just Mm. would like to review the lyrics with you. Yes. Boy, you know why you was an icon living? You was born from an icon living. Messed around, married me an icon living. Tequila, then we made some icon children. God, that's they overshare a lot in that family. You think? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to avoid that one mm-hmm. on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. 
If I said to you the name Mina Suvari, what would you say to me? Uh, I would say American Beauty. Oh, you would actually know that name? Yeah, because yeah, because that's that was the role. Didn't she get nominated or win? Uh, or that was an Oscar-nominated movie, though, right? American Beauty. Regardless, my point was like I could not have picked Mina Suvari oh. out of a lineup. But the reason we're talking about her is because. She's commenting on that role she had in American Beauty next to somebody who's been in news of late. Kevin Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about those sexual misconduct allegations against Kevin Spacey, which also, by the way, TikTok, I'd like to know more. But anyway, let's have a listen to uh, Mina on Megyn Kelly today. So many of us know you from American Beauty, that iconic film Mm -hmm. of which he was a major part and you were a major part. What was it like for you to see him outed? I mean, I think with everything that I've been seeing, that everyone's been going through, it's um, it's shocking. It's really heart wrenching. I, you know, for me, having the opportunity to work on American Beauty was something that was so special and so beautiful. And I was so young and literally grateful to have a job and to be working with such, um, uh, you know, um, experienced uh, individuals. And everyone on that set, because I was so young and green and new to this, was wonderful to me. And I had I had a beautiful experience working on that film. Um, for me, it's very important to focus on um, the conversation that's happening and and the healing. Uh, the victims, you know, the, 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 the right thing that needs to come out of this. And that's sort of what I try to hope for and, and focus on the most that it, Good. you know, is, is something that uh, we're truly changing and moving out of. And honestly, in a okay, way, this show so is kind of part let's, of that. let's end it there. Are you sure exactly what she was saying there? Not at all. Because it sounded like to me she was saying, like, I don't really have anything to say and I just don't want to be on the wrong side of it. So... Whatever you want me to do. Well, you know, what's so interesting about her being asked specifically about Kevin Spacey is a lot of other people know um, Mina Suvari also from the American Pie franchise. But beyond that, her her career never really sustained. And that's and there are rumors that perhaps she may have been victimized or one of the victims of um, Harvey Weinstein. Mm hmm. So it's interesting to me for her to not to to be asked direct questions about people that she worked with who have been accused of doing disgusting, horrible, heinous things and and the choice to then remain silent about it. Is an interesting choice. Yeah, well, and I, I think she's just being diplomatic about it. I mean, you know, she's apparently um, going to be in Kyle Richards uh, new show called American Woman. So presumably that's why she was there. And, you know, obviously if she's going to be on with Megan, Megan's going to bring up her connection to Kevin Spacey. But I just feel like in a way and look, I, I I'm sure both of us have done some pretty lazy interviews in our life and stay tuned for more mm-hmm. this afternoon because mm-hmm. you never know. Um, like, what do you expect a person who worked with Kevin Spacey to say other than, I mean, literally the headline in the story that I brought is Kevin Spacey's American Beauty co-star Mina Savari calls sexual misconduct a- accusations shocking. I mean, uh, well, like, of course, what what else is she going to say, right? Right. So it's just a, it's a little disappointing, but at the same point, I don't hold that against, or at the same time, I don't hold that against her because it's not like she just chose to spoke out for no reason. Yeah, and it goes, you to know, spoke out to speak out. 
it also goes right. back to the fact that like Megan Kelly has to be responsible for asking the question because she can't not right. Then if she didn't ask a question about Kevin Spacey, then our eyes would be on Megan Kelly for why were you sitting there with Mina Suvari? Never said anything yeah. about Kevin oh, Spacey. For sure. And then Mina Suvari then of course replies with a non-answer answer. Also, I just want to get back to Kevin Spacey and find out uh, when do we get to do the, you know, uh, stockades. When do we have his Harvey Weinstein moment? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like when do we bring him out in public and you know flog him? I mean, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Uh, well, we have Gretchen Carlson, uh, former Miss America, talking about the elimination of the swimsuit competition on Good Morning America. Uh, she made the announcement, and this is her, as the current chair of the Miss America Board of Directors, this is her making that announcement on Good Morning America. We are no longer a pageant. We are a competition. We will no longer judge our candidates on their outward physical appearance. That's huge. That's huge. And that means that we will no longer have a swimsuit competition, and that is official as of September 9th when we have our competition in Atlantic City. We'll also be revamping our evening gown competition phase as well but look we have always had talent and scholarship and we need to message that part of the program better as well but now we're adding in this new caveat that we're not going to judge you on your outward appearance because we're interested in what makes you you i look forward to this because i'm very excited to see it like a really butt ugly uh person win that contest <laughs> and i you know would be happily do you think volunteer. they'll do that as a gesture at the like for the first Can year we get a like a half dozen <laughs> trolls please <laughs> no i mean I, it's just weird right like let's just cut out the weirdest part but we're still going to put women on a stage to perform for us we'll talk about not saying anything i mean all she really is saying is we are no longer going to do the swimsuit competition. Uh, and then she sort of changes the narrative over to we've always been a scholarship program. Yeah, which is what you've to... heard them say for years, exactly. right? Exactly. But you never see a woman of size. You never see a woman who doesn't meet, you know, traditional Western beauty standards. Yeah. Like you've never seen somebody who's outside of sort of the cookie cutter of what a pageant queen should be, which look pageant queens work hard and I ain't trying to take nothing away from nobody. They're beautiful, amazing, talented, and awesome. But I'm more poking at, you know, um, the notion that you can merely cut out the, you know, worst part and then still maintain that you're doing something revolutionary. Uh, yeah. And especially when the thing I would have poked at as an interviewer is she says, we are going to be revamping the evening gown portion. I'm like, Say more about mean? that. What does yeah. that mean? That you're going to revamp it? Like, how do you revamp well, evening gowns? Well, we're all going to wear kilts and yeah. ethnic garb. Are, I mean, Please well, don't. I don't understand. So, um, I, I was I was curious to know more. We didn't find out more, but I guess we will in September. I mean, you got to give Gretchen some props, though. I mean, she's been able to really, you know, do some stuff, <laughs> especially around, um, you know, sexual assault. So it's not that she's tone deaf. Absolutely. But I feel like it's just a little, you know, it's a little around. The it's edges. just like tone, hard of hearing. Mm. Right. That's very politically Thanks. corrected. Yeah. Um, next, we have Elizabeth Reese. She's bringing all the dirt from Hollywood for a dirt alert for us on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth. 
Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood Bye. with a dirt alert. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. I'm not only covering Hollywood, I'm covering Washington, D.C. Oh, my Ooh, goodness. Look at you, fancy correspondent. Well, look at that. I like to call myself a Washington bureau chief. There is no bureau <laughs> for me there, but I am technically the bureau chief of all of the dirt. Mm. I like that. And, you know, we know no boundaries. Chief dirt correspondent, Thank Elizabeth Reese. Thank you Reeves. very much. Um, so if you have Kim Kardashian West on your side, you can make a difference. You know, we all uh, had a whole lot to say about Kim Kardashian going to meet with President Trump at the White House. Now, I think most people were in agreement that... Listen, if she has a cause that she wants to get behind, absolutely go yep. for it. Mm-hmm. The photo of her and President Trump in the Oval Office was so awkward. It doesn't matter your party affiliation. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could God. like barely well, stand it up. It just says something about how I would like you, politics aside, and let's just all sit with the fact. Go back 20 years mm-hmm. to your 20-year-old self. Look forward into the future and ask yourself how you would react if somebody told you one day Donald Trump would be president and Kim Kardashian would be sitting at his side. It was very strange. It would be a little jarring. Like a a human blow-up doll. But listen, Kim Kardashian West has been on a mission to get this woman, Alice Marie Johnson, freed from prison. And it happened. The president signed off today. Alice will soon be released from the Aliceville, interesting, correctional facility in Alabama. She's headed straight home to be with her family. Um, Kim Kardashian West met with President Trump last week at the White House to talk about Alice's case in particular, and then also to talk about the broader issue of prison prison reform, which I think we can all agree, mm-hmm. very important. Indeed. She and her attorney have been working with Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner for several months on this case. This grandmother is 62 years old. Kim tweeted about it because this woman was sentenced to life in prison without parole in 1997 on money laundering and drug conspiracy charges. And they were her first offenses. Mm. Um, And I think, you know, and Alice is a black woman. And I think there's no question. I mean, many people look at the prison system and say that there is a major disparity when Mm -hmm. it comes to color and race in Mm -hmm. this country. And so Kim took it upon herself to get this woman freed. And it is happening. So look, I, I've seen a lot of criticism about this online and, you know, for a bunch of different reasons we don't need to get into. But at the end of the day, I mean, she did something pretty awesome for she one. Made person. A big yeah, what I was going to say is, you know, she's got this gigantic platform and to see her using it in a positive way. I so agree. Yeah. And having some depth to her. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's what you all what you want. It doesn't really matter how she became famous. Right. And she's got all the money in the world. It is always positive to see people um, with that sort of platform make a difference. Especially when you get the impression, because this is not something she typically does. This does not. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Not seem to be a PR stunt. I mean, no. she's been accused of PR stunts in the past. Yeah. This is clearly an act of compassion. And that, I think, is... It's to be commended. I know. I agree. I agree. So way to go. Way to go, Kim Kardashian West. Uh, A lot of conversation about Kate Spade and her passing yesterday. And we're getting some more context into what led up to her death by suicide. Her sister um, believes that Kate Spade suffered from bipolar disease brought on by her immense celebrity and that it went untreated for years because of yes, people who did nothing to help Mm -hmm. Uh, that Kate Spade suffered from debilitating depression for years, but she was afraid that getting help would have a negative impact on her happy-go-lucky, positive, joyful image. Mm -hmm. And that is the stigma of mental health. Yeah, it sure sure. is. It absolutely is. Mm -hmm. Um, She, This one sister believes that the disorder could have been brought on by her sister's immense celebrity, that she never expected it. She was not properly prepared for it. And then unfortunately, untreated, it finally took its toll on her. Now, here's the other element, is that other family members are not happy with this one sister talking about mm-hmm. it. And the Daily Mail is reporting today that the Spade family is at war, that her family members are disgusted by this sister saying that her death was not unexpected. And these family members insist that her uh, Kate Spade taking her own life was wholly out of character. And despite the one sister's claim that it was her troubles with her marriage and her business concerns, that pushed her into drinking a lot. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's nobody's... I mean, you feel free to make your own judgments. I mean, we do that every day, but ultimately that's your judgment or your opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's so hard in, in, a, in a situation like this when we don't have the person here to get any answers. Yeah. Um, and people are looking desperately for answers. Mm-hmm. And especially when the person is a celebrity, um, on a large scale, people will share their own perspectives that are really not necessarily based in fact total. They're yep. based on perception. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get reported. And then, you know, we're sort of on the other end of the telephone line yeah. left to interpret that or put the pieces together when the truth really is our focus should be on the fact that this was a woman who was hurting and made a decision that was permanent. Right. Be, and and that doesn't need to happen and we need to understand better how to be supportive to people. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think also just that understanding that it doesn't matter. Again, it's just it doesn't matter how much money mm-hmm. you have. It doesn't matter how things look on the outside. And but I do think that point that the sister made, um, you know, regardless of if that is 100 percent accurate of what Kate Spade was going through that she was afraid that seeking help would damage her brand. I mean, that, my friends, is a reality oh, for absolutely. so many people, yep. right? I mean, they're just afraid that getting help is going to say something negative about them. And we are here to say that no, it will not. Really quickly, I just, I want to say, because this is, a, to me, the, the biggest takeaway is that the notion that um, mental health is a, is a, is a weakness. Having right. poor mental health is a, it is not a weakness. No. It is no more a weakness. You mean than, an intentional, or you mean like it's a failing? There's a perception, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that you should just be able to get people, over it. That if you have a mental illness, that that is a personal weakness. It is not a choice. It is not, uh, and it is not a weakness any more than having, you know, uh, any sort of physical ailment. Well, ailment and it doesn't define weakness. you because Absolutely it's the same not. as like 
you could have a cold at some point in your life and not at other points exactly. in your life. Exactly. Yeah. You could be oh, suffering with anxiety at once. Oh, yeah, that's the cold guy. Nobody oh, look, likes sniffles, human. though. Yeah, that's, here comes Sniffly. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much. Nice to be with you guys. Bye. Nice to be with you as well. You can catch her on Twin Cities Live at 3 and also her next dirt alert at 520. We need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 30 questions, fi- 30 seconds, 5 questions. You can win a prize. Everything. Hey, Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? Entertainment. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Those 30 seconds to answer those five questions is called the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen, and what is she playing for? We've got Heidi on the line. And Holly, what's Heidi playing for? A pair of Fandango movie passes to see the upcoming movie Ocean's 8. All right, Heidi, Heidi, Bo Bitey. Uh, the timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready, ma'am? Yes. Okay, here we go. Mariska Hargitay stars in what Law & Order franchise? Law & Order SVU. Bruce Springsteen goes by what nickname? Uh, the boss. Bodak Yellow is a song by which rap star? Oh, God. Pass. The Teen Mom franchise airs on what network? MTV. The Simpsons live in what city? Springfield. Bodak Yellow is a song by which rap star? Is it Kanye West? No. Jay-Z? Nope. Mm. Oh! I'm so, so sorry. Donk a donk doo doo. The answer is Cardi B. And I'm sorry you didn't win today, Heidi. You can try again tomorrow. Well, she we got play m- it. Most of them. She did. She did a great job. We play the 30 second pop culture challenge every day at 12:30 on the Colleen and Bradley show. And then when we finish that, we move on to solve mysteries in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment that we have cleverly titled "Blinded by the Item." Our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with two people. I know. A foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee and her superhero co-star. So two people. Okay. Here's your blind item. As I told you a long time ago... This foreign-born, A-list, mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee wanted nothing to do with her superhero co-star. Three directors passed on his solo project, and producers are having trouble finding people who want to act alongside him either. Interesting. Uh, It can't be somebody delightful like Chris Hemsworth, right? uh, Oh. Are you thinking of the superhero? Is the is the actress? Is it like a Gal Gadot type situation? Academy Award winner slash nominee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not the super. She's not a superhero. Well, technically, she kind oh, of Jennifer was. Jennifer Lawrence uh, in this particular film. Halle so, Berry. <laughs> so these two co-starred in a movie. It was recently announced that the male co-star is receiving his own spinoff movie. Based off this previous movie. Okay. Oh, oh, God. It's Gwyneth on the Paltrow? tip of my tongue. Uh, no, because that would have been Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. 
It is on the tip of my tonguey tongue. Tongue. Was it like a Superman type person? No. no, this person actually played what you would consider maybe a super villain. Yes. Oh, Jared Leto. Oh. I knew it. It was back there. And the lady girl is who? Okay, so if it's Jared Leto, who has starred alongside... Oh, it's... What's her name with the thing? The Suicide Ladies Squad Girls? Yes, she has a name. What's her name? Suicide Squad. It's going to be so obvious. Holly, just do it. Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Margot Robbie. Dang it, dang it, yep. dang it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. here's your I blind I feel like item. we had them in a blind item recently, and we had this a similar issue. Uh, as I told you a long time ago, here's your blind item. Uh, Margot Robbie wanted nothing to do with Jared Leto, her co-star in the movie Suicide Squad. Three directors passed on his solo project, his standalone Joker movie, and producers are having trouble finding people who want to act alongside Jared Leto. That does what not is, shock like, me. Why at all. is that? Is it because he's is he difficult or is he he's creepy? Well, he's if you believe broody, if you be, if you believe the blind items from yeah. CrazyDaysAndNights.net, he doesn't behave himself. He's gross. He's manipulative. Not anything nice. I don't like that because to me, he's always Jordan Catalano. I have so he performed at an old nightclub that is no longer, and uh, when he performed there with his band. 30 seconds to Mars. I was walking in like a back hallway and he was walking toward me. And for one split second in my heart, I was Angela Chase and he was Jordan Catalano. You were down in the boiler room. You have out. always liked Jared Leto, right? Well, I loved him in my so-called life. I've always loved my so-called life. And I loved his character in my so-called life because I felt like that was the type of guy that fascinated me as a high schooler. So, as, like, but as an adult actor, I'm sort of meh on him. Well, My just interest weird. in him is simply as Jordan Catalano. I just can't let go of the past. Is the bottom line. Yeah, <sighs> so that just makes calling. me sad. I'm sorry. That just makes me sad. We can move on now. Thank you for letting me have that moment. You're welcome. Let's think about a former almost a minus list, mostly movie actress turned to escort. In our next blind item from mm. CrazyDaysAndNights.net, here's the blind item. This former almost A-list mostly movie actress turned to escort had to take a quick break from a country where she was living for about a month. Apparently, she was hooking up with a married guy and male relatives of the wife were looking for her to physically harm her. The husband paid them off and our actress went back to hooking up with him. Is this Lindsay Lohan in Dubai? Yeah. Now, I don't know necessarily if it's Dubai, but I think she did say bye-bye to Dubai. And then she, remember, she was back here for a moment and a half. Yes. Isn't she still here, though? No? I think she's in Greece now because the Lohan oh, Beach Clubs yeah. are opening. Right. Interesting. Gosh, boy, you know, her life is, I'm more, our messy. Lindsay. Yeah, well, uh, it's a mess of her own making. This is true. Here's your blind item. Lindsay Lohan had to take a quick break from Dubai. Apparently, she was hooking up with a married guy and male relatives of the wife were looking for Lindsay to physically harm her. The husband paid them off and Lindsay went back to hooking up with him. So strange. Is that, this, this is not going to end well. No, it's really not. I cannot mm. believe it hasn't ended yet. I'll be really honest. I mean, I'm not that that sounds morbid and horrible, but Lindsay Lohan has more lives than the average cat. 
She is in danger. That, yeah, you in danger, girl. Miserable. Yeah. They are, but do but like, don't you remember? There was a time where we literally were like, she will not make it through the year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, how many times have we? Yeah, I just. We just want her to settle down, get a nice split level home, and yes, like relax, wear some I mean, mom I want jeans, her to, like, and like drive cars together. Or she something. can be a talented actress. Do it. I know. I feel like mm-hmm. she just keeps trying, and then she Tick gets in her own way. I rewatched Freaky Friday recently. It's so good, and she was delightful. Yes, <sighs> I know. Wringing her hands over Lindsay Lohan. Move on from that. We have a A list reality star in our next confirmed blind item. That means that CrazyDaysNights.net has published a name with this blind item. So it's an A list reality star, her celebrity boyfriend, and a directionally challenged rapper. Here's your blind item three people in this. That's what it says. Are they says. all in a car and they get lost somewhere in suburbia? Yeah, they turned left at Albuquerque, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, this A-list reality star is not sitting idly by while she continues to get cheated on by her celebrity boyfriend. She has been texting and sexting that directionally challenged rapper for the past few weeks. Yeah, I'm sure that would work out well. Okay, is this Chloe and Tristan? And I'm, now, who's the directionally challenged rapper, Bradley? I have no idea. Any thoughts? Is it somebody she's dated in the past? Is it French Montana? Why is he directionally challenged? I mean, France and Montana? I don't know. I think that's what NT Lawyer is getting yeah. at on crazydaysandnights.net. But let's fill in the blank on this confirmed oh, blind that's cute. Item. I see what he did there. <laughs> Apparently, Khloe Kardashian is not sitting idly by while she continues to get cheated on by Tristan Thompson. She's been texting and sexting French Montana for the past few weeks. Yeah, I'm sure that would work out well. Bloop. Bloop. Yeah, well, I mean, I have to believe that she's getting her side sauce. Uh, Yeah, and I'm sure she, I mean, okay, wait, I shouldn't say that. I don't know this. My, My sense would be that she probably always was. Getting her side sauce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, and that all of this was partly a role that she's playing. The like, again, back to poor Chloe. Um, I, but everybody, everybody's on the payroll there and nothing is real and everyone smokes. Basically. Mm. Oh, man, Hollywood. Dash and dreams. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, an, another notable Hollywood death that we just have learned about. We're going to share who it was that died in their place in history. <laughs> it's not who you think. It's not who you think. I, yeah, I should have sort of Because I was like, wait, are we talking? Better. Nope. Okay. No. Uh, we'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, we learned today that the last living munchkin from The Wizard of Oz has died. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Now, First of all, I think it bears noting, first of all, uh, let's actually say his name is Jerry Marin, uh, and he died at the age of 98. He was the last living munchkin. Just a weird little thing. Well... Oh, that okay. Just That's, a weird little thing. I'm what I was He's trying. Dead. What I was trying to say. There's a weird thing about the story. A weird little thing about wow, the this story. This is now the second one. I'm Holly sorry. threw I him under the bus. No, wait. hey, excuse me. What I was gonna say is, apparently, there had been news released like 
months ago that he had died in March. Oh, no, months ago, years ago, in March of 2016, there were reports that he died after a battle with pancreatic cancer. But that is actually not true. He just died last week. Uh, He died in a San Diego nursing care facility, and he was at the time suffering from dementia. And so just the end of an era, all of the munchkins from munchkin land. And yeah, we should say, because there, I bet there are people out there that don't know what a munchkin is and they think you're maybe, you know, using some kind of uh, term that we shouldn't use anymore. A munchkin, of course, was a, uh, a member of this fairy tale tribe of people from Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. And they all populated a place called munchkin land. Now, presumably this would never happen today in a movie that you would have. Right. Like all little people, uh, um, you know, Actors, I, I just I, it's so yes. unique to the time yes. is what Absolutely. I'm saying. And they were they did things in a way. But for the individuals who were involved, it was an iconic role such that I mean, they really this was the pinnacle of their career. And Holly made this point earlier. The pinnacle of their career was in 1939. Jerry Marin died today. In yesterday 2018. in 2018. Yeah. You know, some set 80, what is that, 80 years? I can't count. Yeah, yeah. 80 years? Later. Yeah. Later. Yeah. And he was still defined by that one tiny role in a film. It was a tiny role. Oh, for the, the love of you God. You did it. Seriously? I did You're really yep. going to go that low? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, also, for those of you who are wondering where, where, like, where would you have seen him in the movie? He was the middle member of the Lollipop Guild. But okay, so I see this news today, and in the back of my mind, I think to myself, I feel like there was a story, maybe even like in a, there was a book, maybe where they talked about how uh, some of the these guys were kind of. Well, that that's actually a debunked. You need to right. Snopes that business. Well, yeah, that there, but there, I, you're right, Snopes that business for sure. So that was like, but that was tickling in my brain, and I thought that is what. There's another story though, and then I thought, did I dream that Holly's mom had a story with this guy, this Jerry Marin? Holly, did I dream that? No. That's totally, absolutely, 100% Yeah, and true. we've talked about this before off the air. This is the first time we've actually talked. What are you No, I think she actually has shared it on the air. Oh, Have I s- shared it on the air? I don't, I don't know. Think so. I don't know. Okay. I feel like we're living in a fever dream well, right now. now. Let's but find anyways, out what the it. real story is. Your oh. mom had a run-in with Jerry Marin. Yes, she did. This all happened at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport probably at least 25 years ago. So, as you know, Judy Garland... She's from Minnesota. Yeah. And every year in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, they have Judy Garland Days. In fact, I think they're coming up next week. Oh, it's wow. Still, that soon. Yeah, it's still happening. Well, on one of these Judy Garland Days, apparently they were honoring all the actors who played Munchkins in The Wizard of Oz, including but not limited to Jerry Marin. Well, Jerry Marin apparently was living his best life, according to Jerry mm-hmm. Marin, mm-hmm. because he was really upset that he couldn't smoke his cigar in the McDonald's at the airport. I, so yeah. my mom sat with him. Then Jerry was uh, again trying to. Wait, uh, what? Your mom. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, okay. Mom so sat at the McDonald's yeah. while he couldn't smoke. Now, yeah. part of the story I didn't say is that mm. my mom worked at the airport okay. and part of yeah. her job was to escort celebrities. She has met many celebrities in her life because 
in her earlier iteration of her job, she was one of the people who would bring uh, very important people to and fro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Jerry Marin was a very important person Mm -hmm. and he was upset that he couldn't smoke his cigar at the McDonald's. So he just kept on noshing on it and chewing on it. And apparently Jerry Marin had some free time. With Judy Garland days, maybe a, a little uh, time before, a little time after, because mm-hmm. he asked my mom to go to his hotel room with and her. join him. And Excuse join him. me. So Jerry Marin wanted to get busy with Ms. Ho- um, Holly's mom. Ms. Holly's mom. That is true. I, can I what, just? What did your mom do? Yeah, okay. She didn't go, right? I mean, I feel like if a, if a celebrity asks to have sex with you, you at least entertain the idea. Did your What did your mom think? I think she politely declined. Mm-hmm. Said, mm-hmm. no, Mr. Marin, I'm sorry. Also, apparently one of the ballerinas almost got her foot stuck in the escalator. Oh, no. <gasps> what? Oh, no. So this then was they while they to... were all escorting all sorts of actors who played the munchkins. Oh, my gosh. Wow. But apparently the ballerina was okay. Anyways. Thank God. Uh, yeah, thank goodness my mom did not sleep with Jerry Marin. I mean, but just knowing that you could have slept that with Jerry. Chance. With, I mean, I'm sorry. I would have slept with Jerry Marin and I would have, you know, called Jamie afterward and said, look, I mean, how many times, do you how get many times are you going to have a chance to be that close to Judy Garland? Exactly. Uh, interesting. Um, Thank you, by the way, Holly, for sharing that story. Well, you're welcome. Um, Now I have so many other questions about other celebrities that she escorted. No, that's not where we were going. I want to find any other great celebrity stories. What are you worried about? We try. We should also mention that. We, your mom was not available to be on, so I'm no, just going to have to protect questions. her, you know, virtue. Yeah, well, and now here we are questions. besmirching it exactly. But she's fine with we're, that we're because she's bes- besmirch her. She's a, you know, she's an adult. Uh, and did she? I mean, does she have any other? Do you? Does she regale you with stories of celebrities? Did anyone else want to sleep with yeah, your mom? Yeah, that's my question. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you I'm, need to ask her. about I'm that. not aware of that. A couple of celebrities that my mom has met that she said were actually very, very nice. One of them being. Someone we talked about earlier in the show, Will Smith, she said he was oh. absolutely wonderful and charming. That's Zenu. She said Leonardo DiCaprio is very handsome uh-huh. and also very charming and nice. Oh. As was Jerry Lewis. Really? Yes. Oh. Interesting. Well, probably because, again, she's not, uh, you know, your mom is a very pretty lady. Unfortunately. And I'm sure somebody like Jerry, I said Jerry Springer, somebody like Jerry Lewis would probably, you know, be interested be very in. She also gave a muffin to Excuse Prince. Excuse me, please. She gave a muffin to Prince. She mm-hmm. gave her muffin to Prince? No, a muffin. What do you a know what muffin. kind of muffin was this? Put that on my Wikipedia page. I'm yeah. not sure. Possibly blueberry. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And he sat alone in a conference room. Does your mom have made a muffin. Enjoyed, enjoyed the muffin. Really tasty mm-hmm. muffins? You'd have to ask her. Okay. Can I also I have one more final thought on um on Jerry Marin. I just have to say that like he the, the, he was living the American dream, not all of it, because, you know, I don't know how much he but he was able to make a living off of this one role. Oh, for sure. And I just love that, you know, there he was agitated that he couldn't smoke his cigar in the, the St. Minneapolis St. Paul airport, just chomping on it because, you know, hi, I'm Jerry Marin. Give me my cigar and then that he just felt free to be like, hey, ladies, which one of you would like to come to my hotel room? Well, it's like living. It his lets best you know life. that perhaps that has worked for him. Yes, I'm sure it has. 
Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to the final. Want to sleep with a munchkin from Wizard of Oz? The final munchkin. Well, now you can't. Yeah. It's no longer oh, an God, offer. Sorry about really it. That's really depressing. Well. Thanks for bringing it down. I think you did. When we come back, oh, Colleen and Bradley Theater. We are imagining uh, something we've never imagined before. Oh.